With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
I just tease my buddy with my right leg uh-huh. And then when it's ready, what's said is buddy is best in bed Word to the D, buddy, buddy Told us all to get into a circle Said the world because I won't hurt you All I really wanna do is break you You know what? She and then I watched And then I checked my swatch to see the time The tribe had phoned the buddy line And that buddy was mine, oh my now when Quest, Jungle, and De La Soul is at the club, our ritual unfold. Grab our bones and start swinging our hands. Then Jenny stop blocking every brand. And Jennifer just want to stay aware. Yo, fella, should we keep her aware?
I know you wouldn't believe it, even when I tell you. Cool. But I have reason. My flesh of flesh, bone of bone, I can produce. Bringing new blood, my strength, my beauty is a very image of me. The mirror reflects, but it's not I that is seen. Create knowledge, breathe it into life right inside of me. I gave birth to a king, a man that will have the desire to intercede. Pondering, discovering the true way of life lived in the light. I can produce. Love for love is the essence of it all. Strong enough to hold the weakest together. My words speak even when not spoken. Heal the easily broken. My gift was given. So listen, as I heighten what I produce, peace. Harmonic, beautiful, tranquil as peace be still, morality refills the bloodline I can produce. Taking breath away, my astonishing rays of me and all that come in contact with me, a gift that keeps on giving, raining for the replenishing, even if they buried me. Even if they buried me, still my body will produce on stone Satan words of a prophet. The journey to pay with the one and only. He is holy and he is living through me. I can produce. Grasp it, console it until you behold it deep down. I will produce. The truth satisfies the most high, I can't deny. Without it, I feel deprived. With it, I have survived, buried alive, and still you hear the whispers. Angelic poetry, a prophet, I can produce. My tongue moves, it moves in mysterious ways for the production of life, and I will continue to produce. After dark, ooh, y'all ready for this one? I'm ready. How you feeling, China? I'm feeling good. It's Friday. You know how we do. We got our three poets ready to get it in. They are ready live and on time, and we love that. So we appreciate them for coming and being ready, and we appreciate all the listeners and everybody in the chat room for joining us, and everybody that's sharing the link right now, letting the people know where you're at. We appreciate you. Definitely. We the hard way. Hmm. Well, we're going to introduce our post that we have tonight. Um, the truth is better jewels. We got the recent arrival. And we also have just me, the poet. We appreciate y'all. And we're going to ready to get it in. So we're going to open your mics and we'll have questions that we will have for all three of you. And, of course, we'll have pieces, ladies first. And then we'll have the men with a piece as well. And in between that, also open the mic for the poet. That's right. The number to dial is 347-826-9842. Press 1 to get in queue if you want to just shout out to the poets that's on the line and say what's up and congratulate them on what they got going on. You're welcome to do that as well. And if you want to spit a piece, just let us know. We'll pull you in. You could do that too. Um, I think I remember one time seeing Mimi post up a status about her name, and I don't think it's just me, the poet. I think it's just me, and I think she had to add the poet because of some Facebook stuff. So I think it's just me. 
I don't know. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, Mimi. You, you let me know when, when you get on the line. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's just me. Okay. Well, let's find out. Okay. Okay, so this is Mimi. You in the building, Mimi? Hey there. It, it is indeed just me. Ha, ha, ha. I'm supposed to be paying attention. Why am I on Facebook, do I still be making us add all kinds of stuff? <laughs> so, yeah, it's just me. Uh, how y'all doing tonight? You Lovely. know we good, baby. It's a Friday night. And, of course, we got you guys here tonight, so we're excited about that. We got you and Jules and recent arrival here with us to be on the panel, so we enjoy that for sure. Yes, I'm hyped. I love both of those brothers. They they are all about truth, which is what I what I'm about too, so I'm I'm digging being on a panel with them. That's fabulous. All right. That's what's up. Let's bring in let's bring in Jules. Jules, what's good? Solid, what's going on? <laughs> Solid. <laughs> what's good? Solid for real. <laughs> uh, what's going on, man? I'm I'm excited with everybody too, you know. I just I thank y'all for the opportunity. Well, we appreciate you accepting it. We're excited. I just became a new fan of you recently over the last month or so, so I'm excited to hear what you bring to the table tonight because, you know, some of the people, and I'm pretty sure most of our listeners, especially your newer listeners, they'll get to find out something about you and get to hear you do your thing. You and Mimi both, uh, recent arrival, we're going to bring you in as well. Are you with us? What's good, people? What's good? Hey. What I'm talking so I about. The truth and uh, Miss Just Me, and of course, that the angelic poetess, Aries in the building, and uh, the lovable oh, Taurus, Channel Blue. I am lovable. Thank you. How are we going to start this thing? I know we wanted to do ladies first, so how do we want to do it? We want to start out with some questions, or we going to let them go ahead and rock that mic? Yeah, I want them to kind of break the ice, you know, just like jump up in there, and then we'll just follow up with questions. So, yeah. That's what I was hoping you would say. Yay. All right, Mimi. Ladies first, as that would like to say. And then after Mimi spit, Jules, then recent arrival, and after that we're going to bring you all back for some questions. Okay, I'm ready. All right, as soon as Mimi stops. We want Jules to spit. And as soon as Jules stop, we want Recent to spit. We want it to go just like that. Okay, let's get it. Some of y'all see this weave and think you know. You think you've gotten me pegged just right. Oh, oh, she's fake. She thinks she's cute. She must want to be white. She just needs to love herself, accept herself, and stop worrying about what other people think. <laughs> Yet, Y'all are the ones who judged the sister faster than either one of us could blink. Yeah, let that sink in. Newsflash, not every sister rocking weave wishes she had European skin. See, some of us just want to release that sexy, long-haired vixen living within, and some of us just don't think the natural look has to be the norm. And some of us, well, some of us just refuse to conform just because you say we should. And some of us just think our weeds make us look real good. And some of us just like having the ability to quickly change our look around. But some of us, 
Some of us suffer from alopecia, balding, and have no hair of our own upon our crown. It makes us no less down for the cause. No less real and no less black. Hell, I kind of think it makes us stronger because we have to handle the flack, you know, the dirty looks, the rolling eyes, and the slurs and damn near every conscious rhyme. Y'all see natural hair and assume enlightenment, but you don't even take the time to peep the mind. Instead of spreading love, y'all prefer to malign. You throw so much damn shade, my light has to struggle to shine, but shine it does. <laughs> So bright that y'all can't help but see and trust. And when I'm natural hair rocking, folks, really got nothing on me. See, I've had everything from braids to a fro to locks that flowed all the way down to my ass. Hell, I could have caught a lock twist in class. Yeah, I had locks. Don't be shocked. I had them for seven and a half years. So instead of passing judgment with your eyes, try getting to know folks with your ears. Try talking to a sister despite how she wears her hair and let the words that she speaks help you decide if she's aware. Stop accusing her of being shallow when you're the one who seems to care so damn much about appearance. The outside about the way somebody looks, assuming because I rock a weave that I must be a stranger to black consciousness books, that, that either I'm stuck up or my poor self is seen somewhere hiding on a shelf, please, you need to get over yourself right yourself. You need to stop thinking that natural hair automatically means enlightened mind. I hate to burst y'all's bubbles, but some folks just find natural hairstyles cute. For them, it's the end thing. For some, it's just a fad, but trust me, hair doesn't tell you if a person is good or if they're bad. Hell, these days, some of the worst kinds of folks are rocking afros and dreads. We got dreadheaded brothers killing each other in the hood with no desire to get our people ahead, and we've got afro-rocking sisters using that natural law to jump from bed to bed to some other woman's bed. See why we need to be more concerned with what's inside each other's heads, because what's on the outside ain't nothing but a style. Come on, people, it's hair. It doesn't tell you if I'm intelligent or aware. It doesn't say a thing about the strength of my spirit. If you want to know about all that, well, stop listening to the beat and pay attention to the lyrics. Because if you want to know how I think, well, you got to be willing to hear it. So stop getting caught up in all that shit that doesn't even matter. Don't assume a person's rich just because their clothes aren't tatted. Don't judge the quality of the gift by the skills of the rapper. Let your arrogance shatter. Because all of this weave versus natural versus all that hair shit ain't nothing but chatter. It's distraction. It's keeping us from what we really need to do, which is talk to each other and listen to each other, too. You know, you get to know me, you let me get to know you, so we can become enlightened together, regardless of whether I rock a weave or a fall. There's one thing for sure. If you don't bother to ask, then you can't say you know. Mm. Solid. Solid till eternity. Like rolling seven eleven on a dice. I aim for the proper cause out life. Leave the bullseye naked for the right price. I don't mind staying up, taking 24-hour flights. I care less who overstands my ability like Mike Jack, like Mike Vick. 
I'm incredible without Daniels. Caress my message with a perfect handle because I don't speak through big words. I preach from experience. I teach from painful prevention, reaching anyone with the coldest heart to listen. Never bleed green because I stretch all the time like the Hulk because that juice get me loose and the truth get me emotional because I'm passionate about the same shit I toast to. Standing ovation for the celebration of standing alone if I have to. I'm focused on being solid till eternity. I gaze at the stars and swear to God I saw Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune throw up a clear sign of I salute you back at me. Press continue to ask me why I don't look happy. I said, fuck happening to Pluto. I heard the equator whisper went back to the future like Hurricane Hugo. Regardless of what you decide to do till death do we part, solid. I even resort to violence over you. For this union, I even shed a tear or maybe even more than two. Because you're my butter and I remain breathing as your pumpernickel rye. I will protect you with my life by jumping in the crossfire if bullets ever was to start falling from the sky. I'm leaving my mark like a hot ride on a drag strip gambling on a Friday night. At night, my thoughts do backflips into a coma. And by the morning, my meditation starts feeling like a hangover. Then I'm like, nah, Jules, don't stress that shit. You were sleeping with the enemy, but don't stress that bitch. Hustle and throw out the hole like you do best, so it's no need to stress those chips. Just dash straight to the lab and go ink that shit. I've been lyrically inclined since L dated Y. All first tongue kicked out before C gave A some wet pussy. Let L roll a L to join in for the threesome while the last Y got left out getting no ass and no mouth. Watching the game incline, no vet sassing down the true guidelines while sitting and observing from the bench on decline. I'll prove my position in each line, and each verse I spill is another phenom. With each lesson I learn, I'll peel off another D-mine. The world better believe they need mine, because promoting those lies leaves you blind. Can't you see mine? I'm more solid than my dick or hard covered in C-mine. Solid semen for those who didn't get this message. And I set universal limits until I'm dead, mine. Nah, I'm no roster. Locks aren't dreads, man. History, history shows that history shows that word was psychologically used to fuck with our heads, man. Do your research. I'm like the drug inside a crack pipe. And I know you're thinking that glass is breakable, that little white rock is smokable. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, but the habit released from the drug is a force to be reckoned with. Turn the community into a genocide, and I ain't talking about the plot from that Jimmy Jones trick. After reading that story, I had to take my feelings back to what's going on today, back to that incident. As I always pray in silence for the family members of a homicide as life goes on through similar coincidence. Because in this ghetto warfare, most who die is African-American, black skin, children stealing from mothers, close kin backstabbing blood brothers, left for dead, coldest shit I ever seen since those European statue forefathers depicted such a great land whose forefathers brought relatives from my forefathers here with the intentions of global profits or slaughter. So when I look at my daughter, I tell myself I owe it to her to stay silent with myself because I don't know my due date to cock out, but as long as I'm cocked in, we all win to be continued. Stay silent till death do we part in peace. Silent. Recent arrival. All right. My poetry is like, my poetry is like summer rain by Carl Thomas. Walking scantily clad in the Bahamas, watching all those fine mamas. My poetry is like Barack and Michelle Obama. That real kind of love 
that strongest steel kind of love. My poetry is like conversations with my daughter, whose skin is the color of cocoa and smooth like running water. My poetry is like putting a quarter with a quarter, trying to call somebody with a brain and a body. If you ain't know, you should have asked somebody, because Captain Kirk won shit without Scotty. My poetry is like high school days, as I made her giggle, as she began to wiggle out of those tight, tight P.E. shorts and bra, making steam, no spark. My poetry is like, como esta usted, senorita? Tu es madre bonita. Would you like to ride in my Lexus four-seater? Because you will find mamacita. My poetry is like, corny-ass love songs like, don't want to make a scene. Said I really don't care if people stare at us. Sometimes I think I'm dreaming, but I'm never scheming. I'm making you my lady. I'm dissing Fred, Lamont, and Grady, because one man's junk is another man's treasure. And it will be my pleasure to call you my lady, that lover after the dawn of yesterday, who's sensual from her lips to the way her hips begin to sway, who God made magnificent from a simple mound of clay. I want that L-A-D-Y, still looking for that acronym, want to program her heart to my sim. Card. It really shouldn't be that hard when I piece together the shards of her broken heart. Her initial makes me start to write about her, recite about her, sleepless nights about her. As my pen begins to confer with my notes, poetic quotes, I'm counting votes to be elected to her team. Welcome and sleep so I can dream about that lady, that lover after the dawn of yesterday. And I would say to myself after we leave the shower, today she's getting a bouquet of flowers. If she's my damsel in distress, I'm climbing the tower. I'm paying all her bills, water, gas, and Alabama power. Hoping that this love would never sour. She can wear all my shirts, get up and rock that Eddie Power. And by the way, can we get back in that shower? And she's cool enough to call me on the phone and say, what it do? How about dinner for two, just me and you? See, I'm going to call you Boo, and you can call me Drew. The D, the R, the E to the W. I didn't come here just to trouble you. I want to kiss you, tease you, and cuddle you. Take off my coat. Walk over that puddle, Boo, because she ain't dead. If you want to ride a dog, just say, Boo, I ain't scared. So you my daily bread. And if your love is criminal, I'll never turn bad. And be Oh, right. That's how y'all doing it. Yes, 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 yes. That's how you do it, y'all. That's that southern swagger for y'all right there. All of that right there. That's what I'm talking about. I'm feeling all the scratch right now. You know, it's all love. Same word. Uh, salute. Oh. <laughs> I just want to say that that piece was, I loved it. I'm glad you started off with that. That was indeed hot. I agree with Star Chaser. That is a good piece. That's a dope piece, and I'm glad you started off the show with that. Jules, I did that, what you did, solid, for sure. And, you know, of course, recent arrival, we always come you over here. Just me saying she love that dude. She love your voice. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling all this love in the building right now, for real. Real talk. They were. So, um, 
I got someone to ride this to me first, and then I, you guys can follow up. But what's your inspiration? I mean, what drives your pen? And that's the okay. me first. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm bad. Um, you know, I'm just so honored that, that I get people's attention for three, four, five minutes at a time. So for me, it's always about... Um, activating the brain and the heart, you know, making people think, making people feel. So when I write, it's normally about something that, that has touched me, and I'm hoping that in turn I can, you know, help it touch somebody else, either make them see it a different way or think about it, you know, something they haven't thought about before. So I guess, you know, reaching, reaching hearts and minds is what pushes me. That's, what, that's why I do it. That's why I love it. Right. Joe? Uh, I do it. I do. I, I do it for the struggle, honestly. You know, the struggle and the have nots and stuff like that. You know, for the people, you know, that back against the wall and you know those who who know who will grow into making better choices. You know, like mm-hmm. I know this ain't work for me, so let me live to, to, to try a better choice. You know, that's what I do it for. Cause they need support, you know. They ain't got nobody, you know. So and you never said. know who is going to help. Save the lives, really. I believe y'all. If y'all know, like I know. I mean, I don't have people who read poetry and and say, "Well, thank you," because I wanted to do this and I wanted to go this route. You kind of really saved me from just writing this piece, so. If you do it for the struggle, I can dig that. Yeah, for the, that's the first. That's the first and foremost. You know, I do it for the struggle. You know, I do it. You know, I, it's hard to explain because uh, it's like God put it on your heart, so you got to just do it. That's true. If it's on your heart, you just got to do it. That is so true. Recent arrival. What's your inspiration? What? what why you do it? Oh, man, I do it for the inner peace because at one point in time, poetry was all I had to hold on to, you know. Everybody been in bad relationships, divorces or whatever. So when I write, if somebody feels what I've been through and can relate to it, it's all good. So really for the inner peace. Inner peace. Right. Hmm. All right, so we're going to take a small break. When we come back, we're going to bring
like the flu bombing you and embalming in your crew too. But the musical, mystical, magical, you know how I do. The road attack skills and vocabulary too. All the hits in the distance, this is all brand new. You're through. I'm in the planetary life, Doctor Who. So who? Wanna get chipped on words, bone? I'm kicking rounds since the AM vote just won't. Now Quincy, but I'm back on the block and not telling crap. I'm coming in with the fat, bust flows and tracks. So what you saying, black? With all that yakety yak. My order fat, can't be beat with back. I'm saying, I eat everything up on the menu and bend you and sit you swaying to be continued. In a moment, opponents are suspects Caught up in the recess that taste the rain and the text At least I speak my concepts free The itch me, sun sheet, funk figures of speech Now that shit is in the open, I'm open, poking, scoping Waiting for the next nigga to get open on And break them down like an organic compound That's the way of the world as the earth goes round Now, how the fuck you sound? I represent my clique like a faux pound You better pack your leather dope for medication For the shaking meditation From the earthquake and shit that we be making up a faking like a sound for my crown clown Taking the membrane of a psychopedia brown Speaking of funk in any throwdown While you're the same sound of it What's the most beautiful thing in this world Just like that I give it you Calling all the way from Virginia just to show me a little yeah. bit of work. So much. That's I appreciate y'all. <laughs> hey, Love cousin. Hello. 
Make, make sure you give everybody my love. Thank you so much for calling, Wig. I appreciate that. I, I will. I will. Okay. Have a good night. All right. You too. That's what's up. That's right. I mean, you being featured, tell your people, come out and support. Right. Y'all doing y'all thing tonight. All right. All right, y'all. So we're going to roll back, bring our poets back in, Jews and recent arrival. And we are going back to Mimi. Let's do this. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> am, am I spitting? Am I talking? Which I want me to do? Are you spitting if you're ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, as I, I haven't said it yet. I will. Um, I have a CD coming out. I'm doing the release at a feature performance that I have in Manassas, Virginia on New Year's Eve, and then hopefully I'll have it ready for the general public on New Year's Day. Um, mad love to my girl, China, for that dope-ass cover she just did for me. I cannot wait Thank to show you. y'all the cover. I'll be able to do that in a couple of days. Um, I threw her, like, uh, three different ideas and, and had no clue what which one, what to do, whatever. She used all of them. <laughs> and it was perfect. It's way more than I ever expected. So, anyway, this is off of the uh, upcoming CD. I wrote this piece um, after the whole Trayvon Martin shooting and then the constant, constant barrage of stories of black boys being murdered. Um, or shot at by cops or harassed by cops or whatever. So um, this is my letter to them, and it's called Young Brother. Young Brother, I know it's hard, even scary. Being a kid to a time when so many carry disdain for you in their hearts. Never taking time to know you, they seem to judge you right from the start. Never letting you set yourself apart from the crowd. It's crazy because as a little kid, you were encouraged to live your life out loud, but now that you're older, the world seems to want to silence your voice. They don't seem to want you to have a choice because, after all, you're just a kid. Some kids look down on you like they never did the same kind of stuff you've done, like they've forgotten that being a teen is tough and they didn't have to deal with half the stuff you do. I know you think none of us adults have a clue because we didn't have drugs and guns in class. We didn't have every TV show and song telling us it's all about money and ass. We didn't have the pressures that kids face today, including so many broken homes or a dad who just walked away completely just because he could. And to top it all off, you have to keep hearing how kids today have it so good. So no wonder you feel so misunderstood. But I promise you, some of us, we get it. Some of us know, and even though we tell you things like stay in school, stop smoking, respect your elders, pull up your pants, even though it feels like we don't give you a chance to just do you, it's not because we think you're dumb. The exact opposite is true. It's because we see the God in you. Even if you don't, see, we know the greatness that you're capable of, and we may be hard on you sometimes, but tough love is still love. We love you. And that might not always be what it looks like, but we want the absolute best for your life so you can rest assured. We know that you're capable of so much more than just hanging on corners, skipping school, and I know, I know you think it looks cool, but that second shit, it really does make you look like a fool, and you're not. 
what you are is the best chance we've got at a better future. And we just don't want to lose you to the streets, to drugs, or to some damn jail. We don't want bad choices to be the nail in your coffin. I know we don't say it enough or often, but, young brother, you don't have to be so tough or so hood. It's okay to just be simple and good, to be smart, to have a good heart and to smile. It really is okay to just be a child. Trust me, young brother, it only lasts a little while, so we want you to enjoy it. But that doesn't mean you just get to run free because bad behavior still carries a penalty. I just, I just want you to know that not all adults are your enemy, young brother. Some of us are your protectors, your supporters. We honestly care. All we want is the chance to be there, to guide you through life, to pick you up when you fall, to dust you off and remind you to stand tall, but it ain't all on us. You've got to be willing to meet us halfway. You've got to believe that we would never lead you astray or betray your trust. It's not you against them. It's us. Together, one team, despite how it seems, it's possible. But it needs both sides to work. We've got to forgive the hurt of the past and the mistakes still to come. But as one, there's nothing we can't do. There's no length I won't travel for you. Because that African proverb, that thing is true. It takes a village. And I'm willing. So I pray you are too because we've got a hell of a lot of work to do, but I've got faith in you. So let's begin by acknowledging and loving each other. I see you, and I respect you, young brother. And that's that piece. That's that word. Dude. I'm raising a young boy. He's uh, he's nine. He's my godson, but he lives with me. And, uh, yeah, that one was for him. Thank you. Thank you. All right, dudes, you're next. Married to my poetry. I'm officially married to my poetry. I used to be married to the rules of the games we play in drug-infected atmospheres. The corner she showed me proved me wrong, given a lot of wild moments and good times, but when you add the soft piano notes with the harmonizing saxophone playing in the background as the cemetery flowers vanish, it just ain't worth it when you can't bring back someone you lost to gunfire, car crashes, criminal convictions, etc. The struggle to get it right one day, so I stand alone, finding a new me that was tucked away in the old me. I still pour out liquor on days I take a load off for, re- for, le- for relaxation. Escaping the hardships I found hard times I caught. Knowing and learning how to accept the fact that life goes on, it's too hard to swallow as life is going on into the next tomorrow. Too much of a force to be forced into the thought of turning back the pages of the fact that they ain't never coming back. After funerals, backstab, lawyer fees, and bail bondsmen, I was reconsidering my life and my lost position. But since I can remember, I've always kept a pen in a black and white cow covered composition. Mom Dukes was the only one who stood in and out, never turning through each of my childhood tribulations, even when I chose not to listen, as I dealt with the heat in my kitchen rise to higher temperatures. Guess it's true that a mother's love is unconditional, which will make you wonder if God was really a woman, knowing God loves us unconditionally. I would die to save her life, 
she get she can have mine twice while I live no more once. Just like I would take a bullet from my little queen in the making, sacrifice my blood, where's the cross? When it comes time to show a father's discipline, even we become opposites of each other. But no one will understand me like poetry. Marriage is a beautiful thing, and in my mind, it doesn't take a huge ceremony and a wedding ring. Fuse and won't argue against traditions of laws of stolen land. I just remain firm on my perspective as a man. As a man, when the better half comes along, cherish every curve from her backside to the grooves in her handstand. Appreciate the reasons that pulls y'all together like magnets. Massage her handles of love, not by Valentine's gifts or buying her trust, but knowing how to love her and then opening her smile wider with a gift. If you find a real queen, she will expect no more than the blessings God allows. She will only love you when love is the stronghold. Why you never give up and why you never gave up when the time tested in question, is it worth it? What are you going to do for a solid marriage with the one that rises and dies for your companionship? I ain't ready. Which leads me married to my poetry. I held her tighter in a holding cell when the bunk got colder because the AC was blowing on high in the wintertime. And the state only gives one blanket and two sheets, but due to crime, do your time. While the whole time spent the war and profits, 350-plus commissary. For each head count that spends another night incarcerated. I held the vows of poetry when rap no longer satisfied my soul to a certain degree. The misconception and the deceptions of demons fighting against my conscience, I wouldn't let them win the war in this battle from two sides of spiritual congress. This gift from the skies is no greater love I desire. No more expectations than I expect for myself to live what I breathe in the air, exhaled and inhaled, poetic metaphors getting me higher and higher. Let the airwaves carry my message across states and hopefully continents into centuries hoping on building a dynasty. The truth is better. Married for life, I take you as my wife. No strife or tension will separate us. I can't run too far from your loyalty, no matter if I'm writing, typing, or dwelling on your majesty. Poetry opens the windows to my soul. Please never leave me. Those suicidal thoughts might thicken. Yes, I know destiny will never leave me. I need you, and I know now all along you needed me. Timing is everything, and this time I will never walk away from this divine relationship. You deliver emotions I couldn't express otherwise. Being killed would be the only cause of separation between us. My only fear that surrounds my presence is the creator that created me. Never denying we all have to meet the crossroads. The gates to heaven is my destination in the long run, everlasting home. But while I'm here rocking for the sake of verbal vows and self-expression as the pouring rain washes the pain away along with herbal congestion, my ink bleeds, leaving blood on speakers when I speak on stage leaving me constantly fulfilling my purpose with no regrets within this holy matrimony, forever making love to my lover, thankful I got married to poetry and peace. The truth is indeed better. All right, Reason the Bible. And her son said to me, you ain't my daddy. And before I take a ride in that lone black caddy, I realize things go round and round. Because once upon a time, I was that same dumbass clown that said, you ain't my daddy. I would say whether your name is Bob, Todd, Leroy, Jim, my daddy, you ain't him, Slim. Now you paying a couple of bills, and I know how you feel, but yet and still, you ain't my daddy. And her son said to me the same thing. I looked in his eyes, and I saw his pain. He looked at me and saw how I looked strange because he said to me, you ain't my daddy. And before I take a ride in that long black caddy, I realized things go round and round. 
because once upon a time I was that same dumbass clown that said, you ain't my daddy. So to all you young bucks, take heed. It takes a real, strong man to raise another man's seed. In peace. Yes, it does, honey. Amen. <laughs> and shout out to the brothers that can do it. Word. Tough roads, real. It takes a strong person to raise another person's child. Period. I. Absolutely. <laughs> in the house. <laughs> and it also takes the other to accept that they're raising them, right? That is correct. Role. I think that plays a bigger role. You know, takes the person that that child is for for them to accept that. You know what I mean? You know, it, it seems like that's the hardest part of that. You know what? That's a good point. You're absolutely right. It does take the other person to accept that. That's the union that they created, and that's the situation. Sometimes it don't work like that. But you're right. You're right, Jules. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. So the mic is open. The number to dial is 347-826-9842. Press 1 to get in queue if you want to speak to our three poets that's on the mic tonight, Mimi, just me, the poet. Uh, truth is better jewels and recent arrival. If you guys want to speak to them, press one. You can say what's up, talk to them, congratulate them, all that good stuff. Just show your support. Let them know that you got their back out here on these streets. And um, if you want to spit, just press one and let us know that that's what you're calling to do. Um, my question for the panel is um, a lot of times we get boxed in. When you're a poet, you get boxed into these categories of what kind of poet you are, and people automatically assume that you're going to do this kind of poetry when you get on the stage or when you hit the mic on these radio shows. What kind of poet would you say you are, or do you feel like you're not in a box? Okay. First, um, Mimi, did you know then recent arrival? Yeah, this, this question is, is absolutely perfect for me. Um, it has a little bit to do with the way I came up with my name. Uh, you know, when when I was new to poetry, and you're, you're unsure of yourself a little bit, it's real easy to compare yourself to everybody. It's real easy to try to jump into every genre there is because you want to prove to the world that you're this great poet. Um, I was getting advice from everybody, don't rhyme. You rhyme too much. Uh, make sure you rhyme every time. Like It was like um, all this conflicting advice. Um, and it took me a while, but I finally realized that at the end of the day, I'm just me. I, I do me, and that's that's all I can do. So... I can't compare myself to anybody else. I can't act like anybody else. Um, I, I'm not going to force myself to write, you know, stuff I'm, I'm not feeling just because it's popular at the moment or just because somebody says I need to break out of my quote-unquote box. Um, if I had to say uh, that I'm, in, you know, what, what type of poetry I write the most, um, I would absolutely call myself a conscious poet uh, before anything else. But I do write all kinds of stuff. I write about everything. Um, but but conscious where I feel at home. That's where I feel like I have the most powerful impact, um, and it's where you know it's what comes easiest to me. But at the end of the day, I feel like um, I will write whatever I feel, whenever I feel. I will spit whatever I feel, whenever I feel. And anyone that can't get with that, they're the ones truly living in that box. <laughs> Tell them, Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Just me, just me. You sound like an evangelist. Go on, sister. 
I don't know about all that. You might, you might have to uh, get some of that erotic poetry of mine. It might change your mind. <laughs> oh, okay. Let, let me hear some of that. Let me hear some of that slick bedroom talk. Then I might not feel like you're heathen. All right, Jules. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I look at it like, you know, anybody in the poetry world already knows it's a versatile world. You know, it's like... That's that's mm-hmm. what makes the, the uh, poetry scene so so dope. It ain't like you know everybody got a, a, a you know you got to be original to the art and what you're writing. So when people try to put me in a box, people do that to me a lot. Like there was a point in time where I was just writing nothing but spiritual stuff based upon you know my walk and and uh, and studying Christianity. You know, so you know, for years mm-hmm. people put me in a box. So I think it you know. It's all about the phases you're going through when people try to do that to you, you know? And and mm-hmm. so I think it's the same on them, you know? It's the same on them because you know, uh they they don't they don't understand, I guess. You know, they put you in a box because they feel like that's where you're supposed to be at. But in reality the poetry scene is, is different from any music genre or anything else because it's open to everything. And unless they're looking at it like that, you know, you know what I mean? Because people put me in a box all the time, then I got to come up out of that box. So, you know, um, I agree. I don't, I, I don't, spoken words. Me personally, I, I write about, you know, there's few things that I don't write about because you know, I just write about what I want, you know. So, uh, I don't know, it's just. That box situation is crazy, but you know what? I mean, <laughs> some people put the, some people put themselves in a box. That's why they put other people in a box. You know, that's like, true. You know, they got themselves in a box and they following this pattern or that pattern, and then you know, it's like misery love company. You know, they can't help but you do that. You take away from yourself when you yeah, do that. I mean, if you don't be you, yeah. you're gonna take away from your true art. Yeah, because, you know, I, I hear a lot of poets and there's things I'd be like, damn, he's dope for the way he say that, dope for the way he say that, the way he do that. Or, But at the end of the day, the poetry scene allows you to be original, you know, everybody. So that's Word. just how I look at it. I agree with that. Spoken word is definitely a place where you can just explore all types of things, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're going through, whatever your path is, exactly what he said, or whatever motivates you. We have okay. that liberty to do that as opposed to people who are in a different kind of industry where once they get in with whatever they in, that's how they have to carry it. Like if you're a love song person, you have to be that person all the time, and that's how people receive you. Or when you try to do something different, it doesn't work for you. So I definitely agree. This is a lot more open space when you're a spoken word artist, although we do have people in the industry that feel like, you know, to put you in a box. They feel like they have to box you up and say, this is the type of poet that this is, and this person only spits this kind of poetry, and they respect you as such. But I do want to say, Jules, if ever you get the the need to spit some of that spiritual stuff, I would love to hear it, and I know that will too, so we want to hear that. Yeah, I got got, got, got some of the crates. It's like, yeah, I got got. Some of that, but you know my walk is a little different. You know, as you know, I came up with the truth is better not for myself. You know what I mean? Like it was like a, 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 
thinking about everybody. Okay, don't 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 say that. Don't say that yet, because I'm I'm gonna ask you about that. So don't 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 talk about that yet. Right, I'm, I'm gonna ask but, you about your name. Alright, but um, yeah, you know that box, that box is crazy. You know, like you know what's funny? I find myself more challenged. I challenge myself when I write erotic. Oh, that's it's your thing, nice erotic. No, erotic is not my thing. I'm more like like me, like Mimi was saying. Tantra is more political. I'm more, I'm more like a political, you know, writer. But when it comes to writing erotic, I challenge. I like to challenge myself more when I'm writing erotic. Ah, okay, okay. You know, it's, all right, it's recent crazy, rival. You know? Uh, what what is it that that you feel? What do you feel? You feel like you in a box or? Yes, about uh, my own fruition. I'm categorized as a sensual poet, and uh, but late nights at home and everything, I write other stuff on pen and pad that's serious and everything. So I say, be honest to your pen and just write what you feel. Be erotic, political, conscious, relationships or whatever. So lately, I've been just trying to just write what I feel and breaking out of that um, that sensual box. Well, I think I agree with you. You, I would say that you were a sensual poet or a lover's, a lover's poet. There's nothing wrong with that box. We like that box. <laughs> that's my true calling because my mother said I'm a passion child, so that's what I do naturally. But, yeah, late nights at home, I write sensual, I mean, serious stuff and um, political stuff or just relationship-wise stuff and, you know. I've been through the marriage 10 years, so I got to write a lot about that, you know, and the makeups and breakups like anybody else. So, hey, you got to be honest to your opinion. Indeed. So how how do you guys ex- accept critique? When people critique your pieces or when people come in and say, well, we think you should have done this or you should have done that or that sounds good, but you, we think you should have switched this around. How do you feel about the criticism from others about what you write? Mimi? You know, I think that's a really fine line for people to walk. Um, Criticism and constructive criticism are two different things. And I think sometimes, especially as poets, we tend to look at how we would have done something. But I think what a lot of people tend to forget is that this is art. This is about self-expression. This is about creativity. So it's very hard for someone else to tell you, how you should have written something or how you should have said something or how you should have done something. So my motto is, hey, I'm willing to hear anything you have to say, but please don't get mad if I completely disregard it. You know, it's, it's my work. It's what I do. And, and I don't um, aim to please everybody. That's impossible. It's just like with any other form of art, whether it's music, whether it's, you know, um, painting or whatever, some people will love it and some people don't. And I think when we get caught up in trying to make everybody like us, you know, and, and I say like us it, with a dual meaning, like us as in similar to us and like us as in, oh, I love that poet, she's my favorite. When you get caught up in all of that kind of stuff and start feeling like you have to advise people that don't ask for your advice, um, I think you have to just be very, very careful how you do it. Um, so, again, I'm always open to it, but I, I can be honest and tell you that nine times out of ten, I'm probably going to disregard it unless you're correcting a, a grammatical error or a typo or, or something of that matter. But as far as my content or how I choose to deliver that content, 
Um, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> no, thank you. All right, yeah. You. Um, can you repeat the question one more time, just so I, I, I'm like, I don't say, you know, I'm I, I get my Again. The question was, how do how do you receive critique from others when other people have things to say about what you write or how you deliver what you write? How do you feel about that? Do you accept it well? Do you appreciate it? Do you feel like, you know, you yeah. don't really need that? I I I I, I, I try to take take whatever anybody got to say back, you know, back to my dwelling place and analyze it and think about it, you know. I respect it more if it's coming from somebody who um, I respect. You know, of course, you know, if it's somebody that I don't respect when it comes to uh, what they're trying to tell me, you know, because I'm a person that I hate people's opinions that I don't like opinions that ain't, that don't come from experience. You know, like, I I, I just won't, I won't listen to you. If, if, if what you're telling me, it's not coming from based upon your own experience. So I respect people like that. So if it's somebody like that that's, you know, pulling me to the side and giving me uh, any kind of criticism, I'm, I'm going to respect it more. I mean, I don't shoot it down, you know, as long as they're respectful, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm okay with it. You know, I'm okay with them to think about it, and they might be right and they might be wrong, you know? <laughs> yeah, Confederate. I can dig that. I mean, that's what's up. You're considerate. Yeah, yeah, I'll be considerate for the for a couple of minutes. And it could help me or it could hurt me. You know. All right. Recent arrival. How do you how do you feel about criticism? Well, I don't critiquing. Let me not say criticism. Let me not say criticism. I mean critiquing. <laughs> Well, this is what we call constructive criticism, but on Facebook, I don't receive that much uh, critiquing. But when I go to local poetry venues and uh, open mics in my hometown, you know, it's a lot of like, yo, man, you should have did it like that. You should have slowed it down, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not too conceited to not take constructive criticism. So it's all good. I mean, if I did talk too fast or whatever, I was like, yeah, man, you know, I like I need to slow that down or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Because it's they, they first say it was cool, it was dope or whatever, then they say, yo, just slow it down a little bit like that. So, but like I say, on Facebook, I don't receive that much criticism, but when I go to local po- poetry venues and open mics, you know what I'm saying, I be kind of hyper and I take constructive criticism with a grain of salt, put it like that. I take it with a grain of salt. I know that's like... Well, yeah, with that I, being said... Oh, my bad. Go ahead, Chai. I'm listening. Go ahead. Well, what I was going to say, just to, you know, piggyback on Miss Mimi, I would listen to critique, but I wouldn't let it change anything. (laughs) I wouldn't let it change nothing. Exactly. I am who I am. <clears throat> well, you know what 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 recent arrival said the critiquing that he gets at the open mic is that they tell him that he should slow down. Now, I probably need to slow down too sometimes, 
But the mm-hmm. thing about it is when you have people listening and they say slow down, it, it's a good thing, I think, because what it is is they're saying, I want to hear what you're saying, and I'm missing it. So that's something yeah. that you know, a person can take into consideration. Not changing nothing, just slowing it a little down so everybody can catch it, because everybody don't listen that fast. You know, some people will take a minute to register. You know, I, I, I want to add that I, I agree with what Jules said, too. A lot of times when it comes to criticism, critique, whatever word you want to use, it depends on the source. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's coming from someone in the crowd, you know, then, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take that as, okay, they're telling me what they need from me. And if I'm trying to feed them, then I need to know what they need. I dig that. I appreciate that, and I'm going to take that. Um, but if it's some random person that I don't know who may have never heard me on a, you know, on a blog talk show or whatever, and they come at me about my content or about the way that I write. You know, I, I used to get a lot of times I used to always get told that I write too simply. Um, I don't have enough metaphors. You don't, you don't use enough poetic technique. Um, but I, I try to tell people I don't write for poets. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I personally uh. write. I write for people who, who aren't poets. I write for people who, you know, hopefully who would normally say they don't like poetry, but might hear what I have to say and say, Dad, you know, I write for that person who, who doesn't have what well, they don't think they have that voice. So I want to write in a language that anybody can understand without having to figure out the methods. Now, that's nothing against metaphors and the people who use them, and I use them myself sometimes, but I'm not going to change that because I know my purpose. So that's what I mean when I said, you know, nine times out of ten, I, I agree. I'm going to take it, but I'm not going to change who I am or how or how I do what I do. All right, evangelist. I hear you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I got to break that. I got I to gotta break that image. I got to do that. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break. Um, get tuned into the original four chapters. Don't go nowhere. When we come back, we're going to open up with 540. China is on you, baby girl. Alright, shout out to Mimi. This is old you, boo. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, Lauren, line up the village, It's funny how money changes situations. Miscommunication leads to complications. My emancipation don't put your equation. I was on the humble you on every station. Someone play young Lauren like she done. But remember not to game the one of the sun. Everything you did has already been done. I know all the tricks from rich to kingdom. My king done major came down one run. To understand El Boogie, not violent. But different things test me, run to me, can Can't take a threat to me, no one son. El been this way since creation. A groupie call you far from temptation. Now you want ball over separation. Tarnish my image in the conversation. Who you going scrimmage like you the champion? You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just Punishment. I know you don't want 
win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just won one. You might win some, but you just lost one. Poetry After Dark, Dabbing Tanner, you got a panel of poets, fire, truth is better Jews, just a poet, just me the poet, let me get that right, and the recent arrival, it's been fun with y'all tonight, I appreciate y'all coming through, we're going to bring in one from Open Mic, let's see what we got here, 562 in the building. Good evening ladies, how you doing? Complicated passion. Hey CT. Enjoying the show. It's, it's, it's off the chain tonight. Yeah, baby. Uh, we appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Just just me, the poet, is, was blowing up tonight. I enjoyed it. Definitely. So. Uh, Thanks, CP. I appreciate you. Yeah, well, you know, I'm here. I, you know, I'm at Poetry After Dark. I'm and I'm like, is he on tonight? I called earlier. It says he'll be. Yes, he'll be on in three hours. I said I'm gonna be there. Learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So. I, I appreciate. It. Well done. So. You got something for us tonight? Oh yeah. Let me blaze this. A little short piece. Sometimes you make me want to scream. So you don't need to hold on. The passion's on fire. My love, like, high on you. I just 
can't get enough of that drug of a kiss. I could just imagine the caress I would miss. It calls out to me, I want you. I tried to say no. She kissed me again. That moment I put it all in. The speed of love had me. I had no choice. She held on for the life of me. Took off my safety belt. What was I to do? She took me for a ride. She said, I got you. I was fantasy on high. And she was true. Yeah. China blue dreaming again. Complicated passions. I know that's why right, CC. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna listen to the show and I'm gonna kick back, let them do their thing, and somebody can everybody thank everybody for coming by. Also.
I prefer to make words move across the page instead than bring them to life when I'm at this mic because this right here, well, this ain't about me. It's about what you hear. It's not at all about what you see. So you can go ahead and close them because you don't even need your eyes. I prefer to let my words help you visualize. Let what I say straight show and prove until the most important things start to move. Those would be your heart. In your brain, see, I don't want you leaving here the same way you came through the door. I want to give you more. I want us to end this show somehow different than we were when things began. Sure, laugh, have fun, but know that my plan is to make you think and feel. So I'm going to always give you real, like it or not, because that's the responsibility I've got, to educate, entertain, to inspire and uplift That's why I believe I was given this gift. And so I choose to always use it wisely, carefully, to show it and you respect by giving you my best every time, with every word and every rhyme. Now, now wait, (laughs) that don't mean I can't be silly or raw or even get downright nasty. It just means that every time you get a little piece of me, of my mind, of my spirit, of my heart, hell, even of my lust, just know that no matter what I bring, you can always trust it to be just me. Laying my soul on these pages and spilling it on this mic. So I'm going to go ahead and answer that question, all right? Y'all want to know why I do what I do? It's so I can share pieces of me with you, because on this stage, this little Spotsylvania, Virginia girl gets to share her thoughts and opinions with the whole damn world. So whether you're reading what I write or whether you're listening to me spit, trust me, that won't matter one bit. You're going to get the same fire, I guarantee it. Why? Because this is my passion, my love, and that's why I do this. I hope you all enjoy the gift. And that's that piece. Indeed, indeed. Yes. Love is blind through a set of naive eyes. So why would I let you break my heart once more, naive eyes? I cried through these same naive eyes just to say goodbye to long-lost love, yet still managed to hold on to you, naive eyes. And before my conscience eye completely dried my naive eyes, I was back in the arms of a poisonous kiss. My back to the storm while sucking on poisonous lips, and it's no way possible in my right mind I could believe she loves me because it's been less than a month, and already I'm swimming through the entrance of her holy temple known as her vagina, which I use as the key to unlock the lock that's harnessed over her heart that seems to open so easily. That I believe no matter how many times I commit sinful acts of lust, her temple will forever be a sacred gift from the creator given that was meant to be shared in a marriage to a king. But today is just like yesterday because I'm considering living with Satan's venom permanently injected in me, and she thinks all the answers are between her legs because this world has confused her more than it has confused me. But I know it's misery because... Her pussy didn't even satisfy me. It just takes me two steps backwards when my plan was to take that one step in order to move ten steps forward before I met her. But now since we both chose to indulge in permanent pleasures, we're both like two peas in a pot of self-hatred. 
yet to find self-identity. We both have found ways to alter destiny, and I'm wondering how did I get here again as I stare in her naive eyes. So that's four naive eyes, unaware that they wear naive eyes that more than likely cycle the same sorrow and pain resulting from unthoughtful choices and not allowing what's moralistically correct to lead in the intuition to make better decisions for a better tomorrow. A mental prison can be just as paranoid or touchifying as a physical prison. Standing with the cuffs locked tight on freedom to walk and stability. Now after settling for less, the two are blessed with a child that will one day hold its own, but before he or she grows to hold its own, the seed grows to hold on to the foundation of a broken home. And before that child reaches grown, all he or she knows is what's been shown starting from the broken home, which starts as appears eventually becoming a heart with a hole, a heart vulnerable to the acceptance of lies, deceiving ourselves to be comfortable with deceit, as if the fear of taking the chance is not worth breaking the chains of defeat. Can it be the heart beats negativity that can't be seen or heard with naive eyes? Continuing the cycle by ignoring the truth, especially when the feelings object to the coldest temperatures because no one took partial responsibility of why that child may not have naive eyes, why that child unfolds the covers of questions on a constant basis, why that child yearns for the lessons within the blessings he made. Saluting the day he or she embraces what it means to appreciate each penny of a blessing, wanting to become a bigger person so these tragic moments become filled with hope and first accepting and knowing that I wore naive eyes all this time. Damn. Whew. Mercy, the recent arrival. I'm going to get back to doing what I do best. This poem is called Cat Burglar. Girl, I'm going to sneak up under your dress and lick until you climb on your tippy toes. And don't yell, oh, God, because if he knows, he going to say shame on you. As my tongue continues to spit game on you, fucking you like I'm trying to imprint my name on you like tattoos. Fucking you so good that when you leave, you're going to forget your shoes. That's why you kept on hitting snooze. See, I'm always going to win and I'm never going to lose. That's why you had to choose a nigga like me, a hood figure like me, a thug whose dick is prone to get bigger like me. See, I want to spell 1-800-CALL-AT&T with my tongue on your clit. Make you say, ooh, shit. When you spit, and I spit, sweet nothings in your ear, make you say, damn, baby, right here, when I get spontaneous, instantaneous, sucking, fucking, nothing, and gushing, a simultaneous, when you feel my combustion, make you speak in tongues like Spanish, Italian, Chinese, and Russian, I'm guaranteed to keep you gushing, make your eyes roll to the back of your head, in amazement. Oh, I got okay. Okay, <laughs> make your eyes roll back to the to your to the back of your head in amazement. Make you call me Krispy Kreme because I showed you what glaze meant. Make you leave breadcrumbs on the pavement to find your way back to this dick. Make you call me Nyquil because my sex is so so sick. Make you pun your bra and panties just because you need my fix. Make you. Take gymnastics to hang with my tricks. Make you, make me raise the bar because your multiple orgasms are way past six. More like seven. Got you screaming to the heavens. Got you open like 7-Eleven. You were dying to get lucky, so they called me triple seven. 
I'm your tour guide to your passion, so call me Magellan. Guaranteed to put your picture in check when it starts rebelling. Make your sister enter the room and say, ooh, I'm telling. Make your neighbors call an intervention, saying they're only going to fuck you harder if you keep on yelling. See, they call me the cat burglar, and I'm known to make you come like a three-time felon. In peace. I kind of messed that up. <laughs> Not a three-time felon. <laughs> Mine open like Seven Eleven though. What she opened for days like now. <laughs> I wrote that last night and I was debating about doing it because I really hadn't memorized it right offhand. But yo, I did it anyway. So. <laughs> and reason the rivals say I wrote that last night. I was just thinking about doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to say that I love my shoes, okay? I love my shoes. So so if a man can make me forget about my shoes, <laughs> That's what it uh, we should get married. That's what's up. Okay. <laughs> Poets, we got 30 minutes left. We're trying to extend the show, but I don't know what's going on. I don't think we're going to be able to. DCI is acting funny, but we appreciate just me and the Truth Jewels and Recent Arrival, and we will be bringing them each back for a personal interview so they can promote the things that they have going on. We know Mimi has a CD and a book coming out soon. Uh, Recent Arrival and Jewels, you're welcome. Let us know what you have going on and what's up and coming for you in the next few months so you can let the people know. But we will be bringing each of these poets back for a one-on-one personal interview as soon as we can. Uh, we want to make sure that we get all the poets that's on the line, on the mic for the last 30 minutes. So when you spit your piece, we want you to say who you are, where you're calling from, spit your piece, and drop the mic. Dap? Yes. Definitely. All right, are you with us? Jules, reset. Um, if you guys have anything you want to plug, go ahead and do so right now. And after that, we're going to take a small, small break. And when we come back, 215 Three four seven four one four, and everybody else that's on the line, we're going to bring you in. Dap, if you got anything to say, let me know. I'm hitting the mic tonight. Yay! All right, in the building. I know, right, Jules? I just appreciate y'all having me. Up? You know what I mean? Just appreciate y'all. I ain't really. I, I mean, I'm supporting. I'm, I'm gonna be in Atlanta in uh, two weeks. You know what I mean? I'm going to support the. Uh, the brother um to to Tyrone Allen at the House of Rhymes. I think I'm 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 probably gonna get on the stage. You know what I mean? Okay. You know I'm gonna okay, be out so in two more weeks. Everybody so. that's listening, if you're out in ATL, make sure y'all check out the Truth Is Better Jewels. Support him and let him know that you heard him right here on the yeah. report. You at the doctor's up in China. Meet me at the House so, of Rhymes. You know what I mean? You know, I'm going to support the brother Tyrone Allen on his uh, feature. But other what than that, I'm just that? doing a lot. That's on Wednesday the 18th. Wednesday the 18th. Okay. You know, I'm just supporting until I get out there. All right. Well, let you know us know that? what you need. We right here for you. We got our love and support for you. We got us a poetic family right now. So welcome to the family. And let us know oh, what no. you got going on at all times. And we'll definitely try to support that. I'll definitely keep y'all updated. Recent arrival? Yeah, if you're in the Mobile area, um, local poetry venues, uh, Legends Lounge, Purple Cafe, Tag Bar and Grill, you know, we have 
surprisingly, a lot of poetry venues in Mobile, Alabama, surprisingly. I didn't really know myself, but, uh, yeah, check us out. All right, y'all make sure y'all check him out out there in Alabama if you're listening, and let him know that you are supporting him through the original poetry after dark so people can know what's good. Uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, um, we'll say farewell to our guests for tonight, our three the hard way, just me, the truth is better, Jules, the recent arrival. And when we come back, we'll pull in 347. We'll be right back. All I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front, my face on the front page. Only if I had one gun, one girl, and one crib, one God to show me how to do things his son did. Pure, like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151, one sip will make a nigga flip. Writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence, who I'm gonna body this hood politics, acknowledge Leave bodies chopped up in garbages, seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us, police watch us, roll up and try knocking us, one knee. I duck, could it be my time is up with my love? I got up, the cops shot again. Bust out glass burst, a fiend drops a Heineken. Ricocheting between the spots that I'm hiding in. Blacking out, I shoot back. Fuck getting hit, this is my hood, I'm a rap to the death of it. So everybody come on, little niggas is grown. Look, rats, don't abortion your wound. We need more warriors soon. Sit from the stars, sun and the moon. And it's like a police chase, the street sweepers and coppers. Sick up kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors. If you really think you're ready to die, Shots from twin glocks and 16 apiece, that's 32, which means one of my guns was holding 17, 27 hit your crew, 6 went into you, everybody gotta die sometime, hope your funeral never get shot up, bullets tear through the innocent, nothing to spare, niggas roll up, shooting from wheelchairs, my heart is racing, tasting revenge in the air, I let this shit slide for too many years, too many times, now I'm strapped with a couple of Macs, too many nines, if y'all niggas really with me, get busy, load up the semis, do more than just hold it, explode the clip until you empty, there's nothing in our Way. They bust, we bust, they rush, we bust Let's fly and feel it, I feel it in my gut That we take these bitches to war Lie them down, cause we stronger now My nigga, this time is now All I need is one mic That's all I need, nigga That's all I need All I need is one mic There's nothing else in the world All I need is one mic That's all I need, need to do is thing, you know All I need is one mic All right, and we're back. You're listening to the original poetry after dark with Yap and China Blue. Three four seven eight two six nine eight four two is the number. Uh, plus one to get into. We only got about thirty minutes left, though, so y'all just tune in. Let the people know where that where you're at on tonight. We got Mimi, 
just me in the building. The truth is better, Jules, and the recent arrival. We appreciate y'all for coming out and enjoying the show and making it hot. Thank you guys so very much. So, so very Thanks much. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, ladies. Yeah, absolutely mine. Thank, Thank you all for giving us the opportunity to share a little bit of us with, with everybody else. It's appreciated. Well, that was for you, boo. That, that was Drive for you, in. that track. I stole your word, Jules. That's, yeah, that's what we got to spread that. Yeah, that out. Word. I love that. All right. All right, y'all. So y'all know y'all can get up each one of these poets on Facebook, um, hook up with them, promote. You know how we get down. We got to uplift one another. Um, Let's go ahead and bring in 347. Hello. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Poetry. We in the building. What's up, Pay? What's going on? How everybody doing? Thank you. We good. We good. We good. Yeah, we got. Hey, Will. Um, hey, Mimi. Um, I didn't title this because I didn't. I just didn't. But um, I'm going to share it with y'all. Hi. I wanted to write a letter to God, merely stating that I miss my baby in heaven. She left me when she was seven. They say don't question God's plan, but what did he plan then? I mean, what was he planning? Did he equate or subjugate that that fate would obliterate my mind state? Then it's her sister. I mean, how do I make her understand God's plan? They say have faith, but how much faith can I give? I mean, I had faith that my daughter would live. So I wrote this letter for God. Told him I remember all, and now I lay me down to sleep. So I pray the Lord my soul to keep her. How can you sleep when your when your mama's a freak? So if I gotta die before I wait for my soul, you will take. Then suicide's all I contemplate. So often I slit big lick razors across soft skin and cry, 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 cry. Cause I was discouraged and lacked the courage to die. Tell the truth. If I tell the truth, mama gonna hate me. So medicate, sedate me. They say the truth to set you free, but truth be told, that was never true for me. You know, when you nine and adults know you for lying, the burden of proof is on me, crying, reading the 23rd Psalm, Bible in hand, trying to understand. They say don't question God's plan, but what did he plan then? I mean, really, what was he planning? When you're devoted to devotion, let me chill. Whew. I mean, that real passion, raw emotion, the moment you've chosen that this is everything you'll place your most in. It takes you everything just to keep it coasting. you breaking your back for that forward motion, and it all equates to demotion. Yet you love past that erosion. Daylight, you seem bright. At night, you cry an ocean, hollow, feeling worthless. 
And as God's servant, do you deserve this? Any God who can't protect my heart, does he really have a purpose? Is loving even worth this? I know they say don't question God's plan, but but did he plan then? I mean, planning, is he the watcher? Does he bless our days so the wicked can prosper? They say don't question him, but he knows all, sees everything, is everywhere. They say God put the sun in the sky to shine on the just and unjust alike. I need to tell God the unjust don't need no light. Workers of inequity, that's who's affecting me. He should be protecting me. I want to tell him, I want to tell him I memorized the 73rd Psalm word for word, and I know he made the wicked's way slippery, yet when I look at the world, some don't sit with me. Because when it comes to the wicked's history, all I see is victory. So I get offended when people give thanks to God for a new job, when his blessings are not transcended to babies in Africa with their bellies extended. It all gets a little confusing. Constantine, Bible in hand, kills thousands with a sword. Four little girls bombed to death in the house of the Lord. I just want to understand how those posing as his chosen are allowed to lead, motivated by greed. Why would God allow a serpent into a garden if you already knew what would happen? And if everything we're going to do is already known by God, then how the fuck is that free will? Why does it give the opportunity to live if paradise is after life or he who loves his life will lose it? So hate your life, but don't remove it. I once, I once buried my hands in the soil of an old Floridian plantation, and I heard voices clearly tell me that my ancestors were inside of trees. I placed my ear to the tree, and I could hear voices mumbling their last words, prayers mostly, psalms quotes from God I was 13 but I tell you to this day I've never ever heard God's voice and I know they say don't question God's plan but tell me what is his plan then I know what you're going to say just wait we're going to see what he's planning sincerely yours how's anything thanks Lord have mercy. <clears throat> wow. We got to move on, China. Goodness. Mm. <laughs> 832. 832. We can't hear you. Okay. 313. Name Solomon Rumble. Welcome. Let's get it in. This piece is called Why? My issue is not with people. My issue is not with the world. My issue is with why do individuals see the world as what it supposed to be but not looking at what it really is. It's like we trapped in the matrix even as little kids I don't understand these things so I'm asking why all of the time. It's like why is a permanent word that's permanently implanted into my mind and it's reconnecting and disconnecting and reconstructing my spine. I'm like why? Why do fools fall in love but then when you fall in love, I mean you literally fall in love and then you fall out of love. So I don't really get the whole love terminology because people say love as quick as people say fuck, as quick as people say shit. 
And I'm like, man, if you're really in love, why don't your actions show any of it? I'm seeing more husbands and wives cheating with other people, and I'm seeing so much good being covered up by so much evil. I'm like, man, why? And then people wonder why I have an attitude. Solomon Rumble doesn't have an attitude. It's you who have the attitude because I know what I know, and you don't know what I know, so let me tell you what I know so you'll know how I do. I ask why because, fuck it, I want to know. Why did you constantly call this little child because she had a mini skirt or hoe and then get upset when she prostitutes for dough? You spoke the words into existence and then you wonder why it manifested into her flesh. Why is men so infatuated with just ass and breasts and then they don't want to think about what's going on in her mind? All they want to do was just have her bent over and just shaped up like a McDonald's sign. I'm like, why? Why don't you love yourself that much? Why do you treat your sisters that way? Even though she's not genetically grafted into your family tree, she's still your sister by God. So why do you treat her like she's nothing to thee? Man, sometimes I get so tired of my brothers and I be like, fuck my brothers. These some pussy-ass bark motherfuckers and I'm so tired of you niggas. Yes, you make me racist. Because every time a man who say he's a king when really he's a princess gets a woman, he transforms her and reconstructs her and demolishes her and all of her abilities and he takes her peace and tranquility and stability and makes her cold. And then when the real man finally comes, he's left with just the scraps and then the woman is quick to react and just stay on the tech mode because she fucked with you. That's why I only roll with my real homeboys, I mean my real family members, I mean uh, real men, and I don't fuck with you because you are imitation. It's so many boys who want to wear the big man clothes but not even learn how to play with their own toys. They always talk these words trying to seek and destroy, but I have been blessed to have the glow like Bruce Leroy, so I do what I do to correct what you've already broken. And most women are so strong, they're not easily broken, but I'm not joking. Why do you want to hit her? And you have an attitude that somebody blow your mama's jaw right into the back of her melon. If somebody choke your mama out all the hell now, you yelling this, I'll beat his ass out, pull this gun out, grab this knife. You'll do all this shit to somebody who hurt your mama, but you the one that's brutalizing the woman that you say that you love and causing her all this domesticated drama. Why? Why are you making us an endangered species? Because it's not a lot of real men anymore. It's not a lot of gentlemen anymore. Now it's just men that's posing as gigolos. I mean, they're just pretty-ass whores because all they do is solicit sex. And I say, why? Because I want to know what's next. Why do all these men have more time in the mirror than most women do? And then I'm like, man, you wonder why I don't fuck with you dudes because you give us a bad impression. And my sisters, I love my sisters to death. But why don't you hold your vagina up more than you should? I don't understand that you let everybody put that wood in your hood, and I'm like, man, Adam and Eve, you know, they had that mistake, but Adam still stayed with Eve, and that's what people don't really want to say. Even though they left out of the garden, he didn't leave his wife. And he stayed with her for the entire rest of his life, so why do all these men want to barge in in the woman's secret garden and not even begging pardon, giving them skeleton keys to break open into her safe? When the woman tells you no, you automatically assume that now you want to go to the rape? I don't understand. 
and my sisters, just because the man is eye candy, did you check his backlogs or anything like that? Did you check, did he have an STD? He may have AIDS and he's just implanting another STD inside of thee, but no, he just looks good to you. Everything that looks good or tastes good, that's what my grand folks told me in the South, and I'm kind of Southern too, so I learned all these Southern traditions, so this is what I do. I ask why. Why do we do what we do? And then we wonder why people look at us funny. Because we really is the dummies, and we keep bagging our heads against the wall like crash test dummies. It's not funny. I'm not smiling. I'm just telling you how I feel. Why do people always want to yell in videos and on the TV that they're so real, but they're so fake and they're so phony? And they wonder why I roll solo. But, hell, no, I'm far from lonely. I just know me. I'm at the age that I don't really deal with a lot of bullshit. I'm at the age that I really don't want to just roll the dice or do that Russian roulette with my dick, so I don't play with that shit. If it's a real lady, I want to get to know her from the brain, from the inside and out. And if she allows me access to her secret garden, I treasure it forever. Yes, literally. If she gives me access to her secret garden, I will treasure it forever, but I don't push for her secret garden. And I ain't trying to be clever because the best part of a woman is her brain. The best part of a woman is her heart. The best part of a woman is knowing her entirely, not just sexually. That is why I'm on a different plateau. That's why I'm from a different breed. That's why people look at me and be like, man, you remind me of Keanu Reeves and Speed. No, the fuck I don't. I just learned the Matrix from Morpheus because I hang out with him, and he showed me the real. So I just wanted people to understand why I feel and why I say why so much. Why do people make all these excuses for living the way that they live, but they don't want to change nothing, really saying nothing? I just ask why. Why y'all act like y'all tough when y'all really bluster? In peace. Mm, I am women. We are little girls, and they are grown women. One that welcomes change. One that don't throw away with childish games. I am women. One that embraces the truth. One that knows a lie can fool all but one. So at least be true to self. Be real with what's in front of you. The mirror will reflect what is shown, but the insides remain. Dried up and scorned. Life is getting stuff right out of you. We were created for more. I am woman. When I lift my voice in conviction, make hard-hitting decisions, see unwanted visions, I am woman. Still carrying that burden gracefully, taking the trials willingly, praising the holy. In need but still display infinite ability. By any degree to succeed, I am woman. Even the animosity, I can get down and pray. Closed mouths never got fed, and you're not living, you're dead. Give it to God. It's his battle, not yours. You try to control what is not belonging. Harbor ill intent because your soul has been indiligent. I am woman because of what is greater in me. Lead by example, walk in his shoes. Not perfection, but right in the right direction. I am woman. When I birthed life and instilled life, protected and invested my diamond in the rough. Beauty is our names and we must walk it. Strut it all the way. Take a hand and allow yourself to step aside. 
see the greater picture. Everyone has their own allegory, but only one reigns to be true, and it's up to you to exceed the normal, to go behind the scene and find what's not in front of you. This goes beyond natural sight, and I am woman. My intuition, the difference. I know me, inside out, no doubts, confidence, and excellence. It's peace, so I keep on, straight and narrow, because I know his eye is on the spell. Our relationship runs deep, rooted, planted into his destiny. I am woman. My birthright, virtuous, when he saved me. So I'm sorry I'm able to lie to you. I'm able to bring you make-believe. I am unable to conceive deceit. My conscience is clear. No fear in this vicinity. I'm the affinity beyond galaxies, the water of the sea, the air of the newly created. I am woman. Respect me. And if you don't like my name, change your perception. Look elsewhere, but do not condemn the chosen. Instead, state your plea and be real. Accept your duty. And I never said it would be easy. Pain and love goes hand in hand. Without bad, we will never appreciate the good. Let God. Let go and let God. Release your rod. The vision is his. Your duty is to live. Thrive, strive, time to decide. Put the bricks to the side and claim your womanhood. Design woman, queen in his eyes, profiting my soul until the day is end forever. I will be woman. That's that piece. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. We got six minutes left officially of the show. We're not sure if BTR is going to allow us to go into archives or not. I don't know. So we might get cut off before we're allowed to bring anybody else in. The mic was open, but it was really about our features tonight, just me, The Truth is Better Jewels, and the recent arrival. Uh, We appreciate you guys once again for coming on the show and making it a hot show and sharing yourselves with us. We were glad to introduce y'all to some new fans. Hopefully, you know, it will be profitable. (laughs) That's the main focus. And hopefully uh, people will latch on. Make sure you guys connect with them. We'll share the chats in the event post. We'll share, um, I'm sorry, we'll share their links in the event post. The wine is getting to me, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm messing up my words. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we appreciate you, Mimi, Jules, um, and ain't, uh, Recent Arrival. If you want to, oh, we, we lost Recent Arrival. He dropped. I'm here. I guess so. Okay, well, Mimi and Jules, we appreciate you guys. If you guys want to say any last things before we go, we'll allow you to do so, and we'll try to get one more poet in before we close, but I'm I'm not sure. It's only five minutes, so we're sorry, guys, but we'll be here next Friday. The mic will be opening. You guys can call in, of course, 347-826-9842 with Dap in China, and spit your peace. We love you guys for tuning in and pressing one, and we're sorry we couldn't get across to you guys. Mimi, you got anything you want to say? Um, I just want to thank you again, ladies. This was a phenomenal experience. I had a blast. Um, Big ups to my co-panel members, The Truth Is Better and The Recent Arrivals. Very, very dope brothers. CD's going to be out soon. Be on the lookout for it. And China, thank you, thank you, thank you for the cover art. I love y'all. No problem. Love you too, love. Jules, you got anything you want to say before we leave out? Yeah, 
just salute the both of you ladies for, you know what I mean, for the dope show every week. I'll be here next week. You know what I mean? Solid to me, me and as well, uh, the new arrival. You know what I mean? I enjoyed it. I even enjoyed the couple, uh, Brandon Payne, you know, and the brother after him. You know, they both uh, spent some dope pieces as well. That was, uh, ooh, ooh, but that, that was China Blue just now, right? That was Dab. That was Dab getting oh, me okay. into Okay. Okay. I got to, you know. We found a like that. Maybe that was cool. Dope <laughs> Yeah, no problem. You know. But um I'm caught in this ring right now. Back back to the grind. Work. You know? Back to the grind. We love it. He out there the driving grind. and working, y'all. So we appreciate him you taking know. his time on the road to share his love with us and his words, his spoken word. So we appreciate you and we will be bringing you and all of the other poets that was on the air tonight back for a personal one on one interview. So you get ready for that. Definitely. I'll be definitely be back next week. You know. Right. All right, so you wanna to try to get another call in? Yeah, we got honest Abe on the line, three four seven, seven eight nine. You've been waiting long enough and we wanna hear you. We know you got that book dropping, so let's bring you in and do your thing. Peace, y'all hear me? Yeah. We can hear you. Alright, um, we're getting to this new piece called Blueprint. Two minutes, let's go. Nothing builds a foundation and a journey better than a blueprint. But not quite the one you have in mind. I'm still talking about design, but it's the sign of the gift to uplift. Mix in a fifth of passion and drive with scars and verse, creating a divine blueprint blessed by God. The lightning rod be the stage, and I bring the thunder off the page so my brethren can gauge how your soul's spine needs to be touched. It's a bit much when I can bleed life's imagery onto mental canvases with this room using my blueprint tongue. So I'm glad I wrung these words from a prophet's tormented temple, turning the subjective into the objective. Spending the past six years wearing a blueprint you and I can learn from. Six years to earn some and keep more bank accounts in good standing. Six years losing voice friends and Pam dragging these vagabonds called bones around the country. I call this honest Abe tip aspiring to inspire my community to get a grip and stop sipping the force-fed Kool-Aid. Spitting mural imp collages to heal is my priority. And my pigmented skin reinsures I must speak in color because no one feels transparent wordplay. Don't matter if your instrument is in form of lips or like my man Jimmy's guitar riffs. My blueprint is a signature I want you to see when I'm gone. My blueprint will be the rhythm man walk to a nature song. My blueprint can burn love scriptures of solace instead of hate as psalms. Launching lethal loogies, filling half-empty cups of character to see the whole picture. Understand, once my blueprint is set in the booms of minds and hearts, no power, rival in the almighty, can ever sever the truth's existence. Hmm. Right. He did that, and that was right on time. Oh, goodness. What? <laughs> I'm feeling that. So next week, guys, we'll be back same time. We won't have the time today, guys. But it was still hot, so we got it. I hope y'all feel the same. 
Indeed. Shout out to all the birthdays this week. Asley Mo celebrated her birthday on the first. John R. Early, Manuel Finale out there in Stillage, Cincinnati, celebrated his birthday on the second. We have Giovanni Marcel celebrated her birthday on the third. Uh, Duwak celebrated her birthday also on the third. Um, who else do we got? Uh, Quan the writer. If you guys tell, uh, like Quan the writer, his birthday was on the fourth. Uh, who else we got? Urban Light celebrated her birthday on the tonight. And Mimi also, Arthur Mimi celebrated her birthday on tonight and tomorrow night. We have my sister, Destiny's birthday on Saturday on the Woo-hoo. 7th. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And good night. Good night, y'all. Yeah, uh, in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against me, judgment thou shalt condemn. Lord, give me a sign. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And the righteousness is of me, said the Lord. Amen. Uh. Lord, give me a sign. I really need to talk to you, Lord. Since the last time we talked, the walk has been hard. Now I know you haven't left me, but I feel like I'm alone. I'm a big boy now, but I'm still not grown. And I'm still going through it. Pain and a hurt. Soaking up trouble like rain in the dirt. And I know only I can stop the rain with just a mention of my Savior's name. In the name of Jesus. Devil, I rebuke you for what I go through. And trying to make me do what I used to. But all that stops right here. As long as the Lord's in my life, I will have no I will know no pain from the light to the dark I will show no shame, spit it right from the heart Cause it's right from the start You held me down and they, nothing they can tell me now Lord, give me a sign Let me know what's on your mind Let me know what I'm gonna find It's all in time Show me how to teach the mind Show me how to reach the blind Lord, give me a sign Show me what I got to do To bring me closer to you Cause I'ma go through whatever you want me to Just let me know what to do Talking to him, knowing he's fighting. Crying about life ain't nothing. But you either be the one mad because you trapped or the one hunting. Trapped in your own mind, waiting on the Lord. A hunting with the word that cuts like a sword. The spoken word is stronger than the strongest man. Carries the whole world like the strongest man. Who's been trying to tribulations? You never let us down, Jesus. I know you're here with us now, Jesus. I know you're still with us now. Keep it real with us now. I want to feel, show me how. Please let me take your hand. I walk slow, but stay right beside me Please. Devil's trying to find me, Please. hide me Hold up, I take that back, protect me And just beat the steps of fire Give me a sign Let me know what's on your mind Let me know what I'm gonna find It's all in time Show me how to teach the mind Show me how to reach the blind Lord, give me a sign Show me what I got to do To bring me closer to you Cause I'ma go through Whatever you want me to Just let me know what to do Lord, give me a sign
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.